0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Tesla Docs, where we read Tesla documents verbatim. Uh, today's document is Tesla's first quarter 2019 update. Here are the highlights: uh, Gap operating loss of 522 million, Gap net loss of 702 million, including 188 million of non-recurring charges. Cash and cash equivalents of 2.2 billion at Q1 end. Model 3 gross margin 20% in Q1. Revealed Tesla Model Y started production of full self-driving computer here's the letter we ended the quarter with 2.2 billion dollars of cash and cash equivalents a $1.5 billion reduction from the end of 2018. This reduction was driven by a $920 million convertible bond repayment and an increase in the number of vehicles in transit to customers at the end of Q1. In addition, we began production and deliveries of Model 3 vehicles for overseas markets. As noted in our Q1 2019 vehicle production and deliveries letter, due to the unforeseen challenges we had. We had only delivered half of the quarter's numbers 10 days before the end of the quarter. This caused, a, this caused a large number of vehicle deliveries to shift into Q2. In Q1, we experienced non-recurrent items that negatively impacted our net loss by $188 million. As a result of Q1 pricing actions taken on Model S and Model X, we incurred net $121 million loss for increases in the assumed forecasted return rates for cars sold under our residual value guarantee and buyback guarantee programs, as well as inventory write-downs for used and service loaner inventory. We also incurred $67 million due to a combination of restructuring and other recurring charges. Vehicle Production and Deliveries we produced roughly 600 and sorry, we produced roughly 63,000 Model 3 vehicles in Q1, which was approximately 3% more than the previous quarter. This improvement in production rate was modest, uh, mainly due to changes to the production process for the introduction of new variants of Model 3, fewer working days, and a supplier limitation. <clears throat> We started production and deliveries of Model 3 vehicles for overseas markets during Q1. To quickly meet international demand, Europe and China Model 3 builds occurred in the first half of the quarter, with builds for the local U.S. markets in the second half. This wave of quarter-end deliveries in the U.S., China, and Europe meant that even short delays caused deliveries to be deferred to Q2. To improve our operations, cost efficiency, and customer experience, we are in the process of balancing our regional vehicle builds throughout the quarter. Model 3 was yet again the best-selling premium car in the U.S. in Q1, outselling the runner-up by almost 60%. This is not surprising, given that for the first time in history, the price of an electric vehicle is lower than its gas-powered equivalents. While global premium vehicle sales reached 8 to 9 million units, depending on the definition, last year the Model 3... 8 to 9 million units last year, the Model 3 is attracting buyers from other segments. Since introduction of Model 3 Standard Range and Standard Range Plus, 69% of trade-ins were non-premium vehicles, indicating that Model 3 is uh, demonstrating appeal beyond the premium segment. Our global expansion for the Model 3 has just begun, competing in a segment that is vastly larger than just the U.S., Model 3's average selling price or ASP in the US remains strong as a majority of these orders are for long range or all-wheel drive versions. We're also seeing increasing take rates of our autopilot options and this uh, as this suite of features improves. Deliveries of Model S and Model X declined to 12,100 vehicles in Q1 compared to our two uh, compared to our two- year run weight of roughly 25,000 units per quarter. This decline was mainly caused by weaker Q1 demand due to seasonality, pull forward of sales into Q4 of 2019 in the US due to the first scheduled reduction of the federal EV tax credit, and discontinuation of our 75 kilowatt hour battery pack. We also had a mismatch between orders and deliverable cars. For example, due to the adjustments in pricing mid-quarter, the take rate for the performance versions of Model S and X increased faster than we were able to supply. In Q1, the Model S and Model X production line was updated to accommodate the next generation of powertrain for these vehicles. Our flagship vehicles now have a longer range and better performance. Model S with a 370 mile EPA rated maximum range and Model X with a 325 mile EPA rated range remain the longest range EVs ever made by a wide margin. These products continue to lead in motor efficiency allowing us to achieve improved range at a lower cost without increasing the capacity of our battery packs. With an, in, with an inf- efficiency of 3.3 EPA miles per kilowatt hour, Model X is at least 25% more efficient than other SUV vehicles, uh, in parentheses, 2.1 to 2.6 miles per kilowatt hour. These efficiencies also enabled us to reintroduce more compelling standard rated versions uh, Model S with a 285 EPA mile range and Model X with a 250 mile EPA range at an improved price point. Unlike Model S and Model X, we do not build Model 3 vehicles to order. Rather, given its significantly higher volume, we build different variants of Model 3 in batches, including regional versions, and every vehicle that leaves the factory initially becomes inventory. While in inventory, those vehicles are then matched to a specific order made by each customer. As this was not our first quarter delivering Model 3 outside of North America, we faced challenges in ramping our logistics channels and increasing the capacity of our international delivery operations. In addition to these factors, with a massive number of cars being shipped globally from a single factory in Fremont, the international expansion of Model 3 unavoidably resulted in longer-than-average shipping times and increased vehicles in transit. Despite this, our global Model S, Model X, and Model 3 inventory, including vehicles in transits and vehicles owned by our sales and service organizations, at the end of Q1 equaled 30 days of sales, less than half of U.S. industry average, and in line with our historical numbers. Autopilot. We recently hosted our first-ever Autonomy Investor Day, showcasing our new in-house designed full self-driving computer and our AI-based software trained by more than 400,000 Tesla vehicles. We expect this foundation will enable us to make our vehicles fully autonomous, subject to regulatory approvals, through over-the-air software updates, enabling Tesla and our customers to use the Tesla ride-hailing network fleet and generate income. Our new FSC computer is capable of processing 2,300 images per second, about 21 times more than the processor we used previously. A custom-made robo-taxi capable of running about a million miles using a single battery pack with all the sensors and computing power for full autonomy should cost less than $38,000 to produce. We believe low vehicle cost, low maintenance cost, and an expected powertrain efficiency of 4.5 miles per kilowatt hour should make this the lowest cost of ownership and to be the most profitable autonomous taxi on the market. Capacity expansion. Gigafactory Shanghai and Model Y. For the past two years, our primary focus has been on Model 3 production ramp and cost. After all, it is imperative for the future of Tesla to produce Model 3 vehicles at high volume with sustainable profitability. We have learned valuable lessons not only about mass manufacturing, but also about capital efficiency which are incorporated into our expansion plans. We intend Model 3 to be the first step in a platform which we can cost-effectively and quickly replicate across geographies and vehicle types. We have spent years developing this platform, and Gigafactory Shanghai and our planned Model Y production line will be the first to reap the benefits of this investment. Learning from our experience, we can now build a second-generation Model 3 line in China that we expect will be at least 50% cheaper per unit of capacity, Then our Model 3 related lines in Fremont and at Gigafactory 1. Our Model Y manufacturing capacity will have the same simplicity as the line planned for our Gigafactory Shanghai. The long-range version of Model Y will be an all-electric compact SUV priced at $48,000, roughly $20,000 less than other all-electric SUVs. Given the well-appointed standard equipment, superior acceleration and handling, interior size and up to 300-mile range that we expect for Model Y, and the size of the addressable market, we believe it will ultimately have higher sales than Model S, Model X, and Model 3 combined. Energy Generation and Storage In addition to focusing attention on growth of our vehicle production and deliveries, we are making exciting changes to improve our energy business. For residential solar and energy storage, traditional industry-wide sales techniques require customized systems, installations, and purchasing processes. This results in a cumbersome buying experience and limits market potential. As we have done for the vehicle business, the key to accelerating mass adoption is to standardize the product offering, simplify the customer buying experience, and focus on the markets with the strongest economics. This results in cost efficiencies, enabling industry leading pricing, and an expanded market. Our residential customers can now purchase solar and energy storage directly from our website in standardized increments of capacity. We aim to put customers in a position of cash generation after deployment with only a $99 deposit up front. That way, there should be no reason for anyone not to have solar generation on their roof. Energy storage production in the second half of 2018 was limited by cell production as we routed all available Gigafactory 1 cell capacity to supply Model 3. Some Gigafactory uh, 1 some Gigafactory 1 cell production has been routed back to the energy storage business, enabling us to increase production in Q1 by roughly 30% compared to the previous quarter. Revenue and gross margin. In Q1, we recognized $15 million in revenue from Zev credit sales, compared to less than $1 million in Q4. Approximately 2% of our vehicle's deliveries were subject to lease accounting. Model 3 gross margin declined slightly to about 20%. Model S and Model X gross margin declined in Q1, predominantly due to reduced volume and pricing actions. As a result of the pricing actions, we adjusted our sales return reserve for cars sold with a resale value guarantee or buyback guarantee. This one-time adjustment had a negative revenue impact of $500 million with a corresponding decrease in automotive cost of goods and sold cost of goods sold impact of $409 million, resulting in a $92 million reduction in gross profit. Energy generation and storage revenue in Q1 decreased by 13% over Q4. This decrease was mainly driven by lower solar deployments that fell from 73 megawatts to 47 megawatts sequentially, which was partially offset by a 2% increase in storage deployments. A new pricing and deployment strategy has been introduced in early Q2. Gap gross margin of the energy generation storage business in q one dropped to two point four percent compared to q four primarily due to reduced volume in the solar retrofit business um i'm gonna skip the uh miscellaneous um uh, like service and revenue and stuff like that <clears throat> um except for the operating expenses our total gap operating expenses increased to 1.09 billion in Q1 which was 6% more than in Q4 excluding restructuring and other one-time items operating expenses declined from Q4 to Q1 all right cash flow and liquidity our cash position decreased from 3.7 billion to 2.2 billion mainly due to a 920 million repayment of convertible notes of which 188 million negatively impacted operating cash flow Gigafactory Shanghai will be almost fully funded through local debt. Thus far, we have secured an approximately uh, 522 million credit line from local banks. Our capital expenditures were 280 million in Q1, including early investments in Gigafactory Shanghai. Outlook Although we are driving towards high inter- higher internal goals, we reaffirm our prior guidance of 360 to 400 thousand vehicle deliveries in 2019, representing an increase of approximately 45 to 65 percent compared to 2018. Please note that vehicle production will be significantly higher than deliveries, as it takes several weeks to transport cars from California to distant customers, especially in other countries, where they must also be processed by customs. Deliveries, production and customer orders, which are all materially different, are often conflated when analyzing Tesla. If our Gigafactory Shanghai is able to reach volume production early in Q4 this year, we may be able to produce as many as 500,000 vehicles globally in 2019. This is an aggressive schedule, but it is what we are targeting. However, based on what we know today, being able to produce over 500,000 vehicles globally in the 12-month period ending June thirtieth, uh, two 2020 does appear very likely. We continue to target a 25% non-GAAP gross margin on Model S, Model X, and Model 3, depending on variant mix and option take rates as our product offerings change. In response to the operational challenges we experienced with internal expansion in Q1, we're in the process of balancing our regional vehicle builds throughout the quarter. This provides an opportunity for additional cost efficiencies in our factory supply chain, logistics, operations, and delivery centers. With the recent announcement, With the recently announced product improvements on Model S and Model X, as well as continued expansion of Model 3 globally, we expect our order rate to continue to increase throughout the year as our production levels increase. We believe we will deliver between 90,000 and 100,000 vehicles in Q2. Although it is possible to deliver a higher number of vehicles, we believe it is important to begin unwinding the quote-unquote wave approach to vehicle deliveries, where overseas cars have been made in the first half of the quarter and North American cars have been made in the second half. This puts extreme stress on Tesla, negatively affects our working capital needs, and adds to our cost structure. Energy generation and storage revenue should increase significantly in 2019. This increase is driven mainly due to the storage business as we increase production to address our backlog in Powerwall orders and deliver on our pipeline of orders for commercial storage and an expected growth in retrofit solar deployments in the second half of 2019. The gross margin of our energy generation storage business should grow as the energy storage margin continues to improve from its current level. We expect our services and other businesses to grow as our fleet size and used car volumes increase. We have refocused on operational efficiency of these businesses and are targeting gross margin improvements throughout this year. Our 2019 capex, the vast majority of which will be to grow our capacity and develop new vehicles, is expected to be about 2 to 2.5 billion dollars. We believe this amount should be sufficient to continue to develop our main projects, such as Gigafactor Shanghai, Model Y, and Tesla Semi, as well as for the further expansion of our supercharger and service networks. Operating cash flow less capex should be positive in every quarter, including Q2. As the impact of higher deliveries and cost reduction takes full effect, we expect to return to profitability in Q3 and significantly reduce our loss in Q2. Signed elon musk zachary kirkhorn so pretty long um hope you enjoyed that stay tuned for more tesla docs Uh, also feel free to follow me on uh, youtube as tesla evangelist and instagram as tesla evangelist and twitter as tesla evangelist thanks for listening